Welcome to Learner on Learning. I'm Dr. Howard Lerner, Superintendent of Bergen County Special Services, and this is part one of four podcasts relating to special education and related services in the County of Bergen. Today, we're learning about measures that schools can take to assist special needs students in transitioning from school to career and life. Our guests are Rob Mortorano, Principal of Transition Center at Woodridge, the Springboard Program, and Vision Becton, Patty Witowitz, teacher in charge at Career Crossroads, and Gail Coe, principal of Bleshman Regional Day School. Welcome, everybody. Let's start by having each of you give the listeners a brief description of your program and student population. Rob, why don't you start? Thank you, Dr. Lerner, for having me today. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, so all three of my programs fall under the life skills continuum. Uh, we educate students from fifth grade through the age of 21 and graduation uh, through work internships, exposure to grade level academics, uh, and a variety of daily living experiences. Once our students have completed their academic requirements, they work on what we call life-centered career education curriculum, which is designed to promote personal growth in the areas of daily living, personal social skills, and occupational guidance and preparation. Here, our students cycle through 14 group internship sites in order to help determine a path for after graduation. A major part of all of our programs is the community. And what we like to say is we utilize that community and our local community as an extension of our curriculum. That's great. So, so you bring these students into these internships in different towns in Bergen County? Absolutely, yes. Um, so we've built our partnerships over the years. Um, and once we've established those partnerships, our staff goes with them and our staff and students work side by side with the actual employers. Um, I should say they work side by side with actual employees of the different sites and we complete any tasks that they need us to do. So whatever the jobs are asked of us and whatever the actual employees are doing, that's what our students are going to be doing as well. So that's fantastic. So that's not just the students going to an internship and learning work skills, but it's the entire interaction with the other employees, the employer and the customers. Is that correct? Uh, 100%. Yeah, we want to give our students that total package feel. So when they do leave us and they're, you know, working independently or volunteering independently, they know all the ins and outs that's involved with going to a work site. Great. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Patty, what about Career Crossroads? Well, thank you for letting me be here today and talk about our program. Absolutely. Um, Career Crossroads is a shared time vocational program, and we prepare students uh, for entry-level positions in sales and customer service, as well as hospitality and food service. As Rob said, um, our program is also very community-based. Um, we've learned over the years that um, when the students learn in the natural setting, uh, it prepares them well for careers and for adulthood. Um, at Career Crossroads, we also have students participating in paid and unpaid internships in the community. And we're very fortunate because we have such a large uh, campus, we have a built-in customer base 
for some of our entrepreneurial activities. Yes, um, I, I know all about uh, that. I'm, I'm a big customer of Career Crossroads. That's right. Dr. Lerner is one of our best customers at our um, cafe at 540. Uh, every Wednesday morning, we're in the 540 building, and the students are serving coffee and um, selling their baked goods that they've made in our foods kitchen. Um, and they really get to know the staff. They're able to do special orders. They develop relationships with their customers. Um, the students have come up with some great ideas um, in terms of uh, we have a customer of the month, we have savings plans, we have all different kinds of activities. So it really immerses them in the, um, in the work setting and they're able to take the lead on developing their business. Patty, I, I know that um, the students are out a lot and they do have uh, the cafe that they work on and uh, the cleaning business, retail cleaners. Yes. Um, what do they do at the actual program in Career Crossroads? I know there's a, a, a kitchen there, a commercial type kitchen. Can you explain a little bit about what you do in the program? Yes, we have great facilities. Um, we are um, very proud of our kitchen um, at uh, the Career Crossroads building. We also turn into a cafe where we can serve customers. So the students spend a lot of time, um, aside from their, their chosen vocational area, whether it's customer sales and service or um, foods, in really preparing for the other things that go along with making people successful in the world of work. Um, we talk a lot about soft skills that are necessary for workplace success. Um, we do all of the more traditional um, career exploration things. Um, they, use, uh, a, uh, they use an online resource called NJCAN, where they do assessments. Um, they all have a current resume ready to go. I'm sorry, I was just going to ask about that. I'm glad to hear that, you know, you focus on resume building. Yes, um, we also do... Um, we, we bring outside um, people in as guest speakers. Um, we do practice interviews. Um, so there's really a good blend between what we do in, in the program and what we do in the community. Um, we even look a little bit different. Um, when you walk into our buildings, um, we really look more like a workplace. We don't use desks, we use tables. Um, a lot of our materials um, come from the Department of Labor. Um, so we try to address real world um, work issues um, as a priority, but we all know that oftentimes a student or an adult can do the actual task, but then they can't, if they can't get along with the person next to them, if they can't get there on time, if they can't follow the rules, then, you know, they can't hang on to their job. So all of those other things are very important. Um, again, the, the employability skills and practicing those, learning about them um, are a key part of the program. And Patty, is Career Crossroads, a full-time program, a shared-time program, and, and what are the ages typically or grades of the student? Um, we are a shared-time program. Um, so in the morning, the students in the program have completed their academic requirements with their local high schools. They're coming to me. They're ages um, 18 through 21. Okay. Um, typically, after they leave me in the morning, they go out to work. Some of them actually take courses at Burton Community College and some other um, adult learning um, situations. Uh, in the afternoon at 12 o'clock, students join me from their local high schools. They're in grades 11 and 12, and then they spend the afternoon with us and go home from here. So right. we're able to service grades 11 through 21. It's somewhat of a unique um, program being that it's not a full day. Um, it works especially well for the morning students because once they get done with that class piece, um, they're off to work, but we're still able to support them throughout the day. Terrific. Thank you, Patty. 
And Gail, why don't we move over to you and Bleshman? I know Bleshman uh, uh, student population is, is a little bit different uh, than we were just talking with uh, Patty and Rob. Um, so maybe you can explain uh, what uh, Bleshman Regional Day program is about and the type of students uh, you work with and the type of uh, transitioning you do there at Bleshman. Hey, thank you, Dr. Lerner. I'm happy to be joining you, Rob and Patty, today. Uh, so Bleshman Regional Day School, we educate students between the ages of three through 21. Our students have multiple disabilities. Um, some are very medically involved, uh, cognitive impairments and uh, physical impairments as well. We offer our students a comprehensive academic program uh, with a career-based curriculum and an emphasis on daily living skills with an intensive therapy program, which includes physical therapy, speech therapy, and occupational therapy. All of the activities at Bleshman are designed to promote natural learning opportunities, and that's done within the classrooms, therapy rooms, and we also have additional spaces throughout our building, which makes it unique. We have a school store, a school apartment, a career center, a multi-sensory room, a makerspace lab, also, in addition to our outside space, which has a fully accessible playground, and outside of the building, we have a lot of uh, community outings, uh, starting at a very early age with our, our three-year-olds. We go on field trips into the community, and as the students get older, the field trips shift more to community-based instruction where they're working on specific objectives uh, within the community when they go on their community outings and they go more frequently as they enter the transition age, and that's to prepare them for after graduation. That's great. You had mentioned uh, makerspace. Can you just explain uh, what that is for the audience? Yep, so our, our makerspace lab, it's a, a STEM lab where it's a very hands-on classroom, and it's designed for our students to interact with one another, to problem solve, to create. It's um, you know, we have very uh, hands-on items such as uh, creating materials to build something. We task our students to problem solve, but we also have some high-end items in there as well, uh, such as a 3D printer. And what our students are doing is designing equipment or pieces of uh, equipment that they can design to help uh, promote independence in their life. It may be uh, creating on a 3D printer a holder to help them hold a spoon in their hand. We That's also have, I was going to say, and it's, it's a very unique space for our student population that the desks that we have in there go up and down so they can be adjusted to a student in a wheelchair, a student who is standing, a student who may be using certain pieces of equipment that's very specific to Bleshman, such as a, um, a, a gate stander. So they, they can be up higher, down lower. We have uh, specific pieces of equipment for our students with visual impairments as well as adaptive switches in there so students can activate the, the equipment that we have in there simply by touching it. So nice to hear that we have here at Bergen County Special Services, you know, all of this adaptive equipment to allow students to really be, uh, to, to really function at their maximum potential. So it's very nice to hear that. Thank you all for, for uh, you know, presenting a little piece of uh, your population and the type of program you have. Some of the challenges we face here in Bergen County are challenges that are faced in special education throughout the world. 
I'd like to play a clip of the Indonesian Minister for Education, Indrani Raja, presenting their nation's school goals to a parliament committee in 2019. We acknowledge the significant challenges that persons with special needs face in adult life and the need for them to receive timely and relevant vocational and life skills training. Patty, what do you think of that audio clip that we just played? I think that it really um, speaks to the community um, of uh, people involved in supporting students um, with disabilities and the special education community at large. I know that our district has really been at the forefront of transition services. Um, we've been involved for many, many years, and we've been able to address um, overcoming a lot of the challenges that our students face. Um, so I think it's very reflective of kind of challenges across the board. Gail, any, um, any input uh, from your perspective? I was going to say Patty gave the perfect answer. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it, to me, it's, it's a team approach. For the students at Bleshman, transitioning from the, the school setting into adult life is, is definitely a team approach. We have the educational team, you know, which includes the, the various members at Bleshman, uh, from the case manager to the teacher, therapists, our nurses are involved to the local districts, but most importantly is bringing in the family and the students into this whole process. And it's very important that we start to work with the families as we enter the transition process so they're aware of all the various steps that they have to go through. So once we hit graduation, that the student is prepared to make that transition uh, to their adult life after education. Great. Right. Hey, uh, Rob, do you have anything to add uh, from your perspective? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, we we start the transition process to post-21 years before our students are, are 21 years old. Um, you know, through our internships and our community partnerships, you know, we're able to take a look at our students' strengths, you know, their areas of need, and of course, you know, which is so important, their interests. Um, so, you know, we are able to work with them on individually travel training uh, from home to different work sites um, and then back home again so that once they leave us, they can be as independent as possible. Um, you know, piggybacking off the resources that we have in BCSS, um, you know, our transition department, uh, which is incredible. You know, we have job developers and job coaches uh, that we access regularly. Yeah, that's a great point. Are, are, are you referring to our EE operation or what's called educational enterprises? Yes, absolutely. So all of our students are assigned individual job coaches um, starting at the age of anywhere between 18 and 19, depending on the student and their needs. Um, and they become part of, of the team working with the parent, the local district, the student, everybody at, in one of our programs. You know, and we work together to develop a plan for the child after graduation. Um, you know, we make sure we're linking them with resources. We're helping them coordinate with different state agencies so that once they leave us at 21, they're not sitting home. We want them to, to stay busy, to stay active, and to become, you know, critical members of their own community. That's fantastic. Yeah, if I could, if I could talk a, a little bit more, you know, is, is, you know, part of our process, as Rob mentioned, you know, it starts way before they leave the school. And some of the things that we work with our families on 
as the students go through transition is if there's guardianship is needed. We assist yeah. families with obtaining guardianship for their children, uh, helping the application process for DDD, uh, which can be an extensive process. So we work closely with our families and the local districts on the application process for DDD. We assist our families in uh, choosing support coordinators uh, who assist us then and the families on finding the placement for after graduation. So it's, it's just, it's a very involved process as Rob said, and as Patty said, we, we start earlier. It's not starting when a student is 18, 19. We start this process a lot earlier because it is very detailed. And Gail, I would assume that's very helpful to the local district and a local district case manager, is that correct? It, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's part of the programming that we offer. I know at Bleshman, but I know with the other programs as well, that is part of what we offer to the local districts. Yeah, Great. absolutely. I would like uh, all three of you to once again, listen to a uh, presentation from Ms. Raja uh, from the Indonesian parliament. Uh, she went on to say the following. We have launched the Skills Future Study Awards for persons with special needs to enhance employability by developing and deepening relevant competencies and skill sets. We will continue to partner with community stakeholders to support lifelong learning for persons with special needs. Rob, you know, what do you think about what Ms. Raja uh, just said in that quote? I mean, I agree 100%. Community partnerships are so vital uh, to not only the individual students, but our programs in general. Um, you know, speaking specifically for my program, um, over the last many years, you know, we formed partnerships with places like Health Barn USA, um, where we've worked with them to create a specific, you know, specialized program um, centered around farm to table nutrition that's just for our students. Um, you know, we also have our students attend DDA Dance Academy in Paramus, where they're taught dance and movement by one of their trained teachers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for our students, once they're able to at the age of 16 and go out to our group internships, um, you know, our partnerships have been built at places like the Fiesta, which is a catering hall, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Humdingers, uh, HomeSense, Stop and Shop. Um, you know, we work closely with the American Legion in Maywood and the Knights of Columbus. Um, and we assist at Fairleigh Dickinson University. Um, you know, these internships provide a great help, not only, you know, for our students and giving them the experience, but it's a great service to the local businesses as well, because we're doing jobs that they need done on a daily basis. Great. Hey, Patty, um, I know you were just listening to what, you know, Rob was talking about in terms of community partnerships. And the one thing that, that, hit me while he was speaking, and I, I wanted to see if you could respond to it, uh, is the socialization that our students are receiving with these community partnerships. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, the whole social piece is so important to the success of our students. Um, and, and those soft skills, you know, which social, the communication is, is certainly a huge part of. Um, when we go out into the community and we make our relationships and our partnerships, um, those people become part of the student's team. I know before Gail had mentioned um, how important a team approach is. So I think as the students 
add more people to their team and learn to communicate with new people, people who are in different settings, um, it, it really adds to their ability to succeed um, on the job and as adulthood as well. That's great. And, and Gail, as Patty was just talking, I was thinking of the mainstream opportunities uh, and or the opportunities for our students to be out in the real world um, and not only work or do internships or socialize, but uh, the interaction um, with uh, non-disabled peers and, and adults. Can you, can you talk a little bit about you know, that aspect of transition? So through, through the years, we have developed relationships uh, with local school districts, in particular local high schools, and have created joint events. Yes. And many of these events are fundraising events or are teaching the concept of pay it forward, where we believe in working with our students on that concept of being able to pay the goodness forward. So we have paired up with uh, you know, local high schools where we've done uh, fundraisings or clothing drives which are then packaged together with the local high school students. And then we deliver it to various shelters. Uh, we've done fundraising through the American Heart Association where we work with uh, Bergen County Technical School and their students come over and partner with us on a fundraising efforts. I heard that's a great school district. That, that, that is a phenomenal <laughs> school district. I wonder who the superintendent is. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we have also, um, you know, partnership where we, we do some fundraising to be able to sponsor other children with disabilities to attend a local special needs camp. And one of the high schools come out and they spend the day with us and we celebrate the fundraising efforts together. Uh, you know, but in addition to that, when you mentioned the, the relationships, uh, you know, outside of the, the school setting, you know, when we go out into the community, we encourage our students to interact with the members of the community as much as possible. If we are going out to a retail store and there's a purchase to be made, it's, it's not the staff making the purchase, it's our students who are using various pieces of communication devices in order to express what they're looking for or what they would like to purchase. And we work on a lot of skills like that, as you know, Patty spoke about, and Rob spoke about the social skills. Another really important one is self-advocacy and, and being able to, to communicate their own wants and needs to, to other people. That's great. I'm happy you brought that up, Gail, because I have that written down next to me, <laughs> self-advocacy. So important. And um, all of these relationships in the community speak to that. But I think one word that we all work on that I forgot to mention before is promoting independence. Um, when I have students and families come in for visits and intakes, pretty much, you know, my program rolled into one word is really independence. So whatever that looks like for each particular student based on their goals and their abilities. But that's really what we're looking at is that making it independent as possible and opening as many doors as possible. Terrific. Well, I want to thank the three of you. I mean, this has been a tremendous discussion. I want to thank Mr. Mortarano, Ms. Witowitz, Ms. Coe, for really taking the time to share some of these incredible things you're doing here in Bergen County Special Services and how you're servicing the needs of students in and around Bergen County. Um, I really appreciate it. And, you know, we talked about 
probably three to five or six different programs of ours. Um, if you, the listeners, would like to uh, learn more about our programs, just go to www.bergen.org. And to the audience, thank you for joining us on season two's first session of Learner on Learning.